you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome into NFL Now. I'm Omar Reese in the NFL Network newsroom. The NFL's annual meeting beginning in Arizona. A lot to talk about in terms of the business of the National Football League taking center stage right now we're going to get to the top story in all the nfl broke a little earlier today and that is lamar jackson revealing that he has put in a trade request three and a half weeks ago with the baltimore ravens lamar jackson the 2019 unanimous mvp tweeting that he did put in that trade request on march 2nd of course he has been franchise tagged by the baltimore ravens he has not signed it of course is free to negotiate with other teams as we speak let's show you that tweet in its entirety he addresses it as a letter to my fans i want to first thank you all for the love and support you consistently show towards me all of you are amazing and i appreciate you all so much I want you all to know not to believe everything you read about me. Let me personally answer your questions in regards to my future plans. As of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization for which the Ravens have not been interested in meeting my value. Any and everyone that's met me or been around me know that I love the game of football and my dream is to help a team win the Super Bowl. You're all great, but I had to make a business decision that was best for my family and I. No matter how far I go or where my career takes me, I'll continue to be close to my fans of Baltimore Flock Nation and the entire state of Maryland. You'll see me again. That tweet sent right before John Harbaugh addressed the media at the AFC head coach's breakfast. Do you anticipate him being your quarterback in week one? Uh, I do. You know, you gotta you gotta plan for all the contingencies for sure. But uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty fired up about Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a great player. Lamar uh, came back in great shape last year. He's fired up to play. Uh, that's the Lamar that I'm looking for, looking forward to seeing. Can't wait to get back on the grass and go to work. And 
confident that's going to happen? We made a decision to go with Lamar Jackson five years ago, right? Why? Because we love him. We love him. We love the way he plays. We love his mindset, his charisma, his style, uh, the way he is in the locker room. Everything about him, we love him. I love him personally. I love being the coach of the team that he's playing quarterback for. So that's what you do. You know, you build the team around your players, and, and that's what I'm excited to do. Lamar is a great guy, and Lamar's doing a nice job with the negotiations, and I think that needs to be said. People need to understand he's doing a good job, okay? And Eric's doing a good job. And, and Eric's getting advice from Ozzy and from Steve, and all those things are being discussed. Yeah, I'm involved in those conversations too, so I know where we're at. There really is no frustration other than the natural, normal, hey, this is how pro football works, you know? And I think, you know, Lamar believes in us, and we believe in Lamar, and, and we know where we want to go forward. So it's a monetary thing that can be figured out, that can be worked out. That's just a matter of negotiating, and I think we just continue down that road, and eventually it'll get, it'll, it'll, it'll work out. There's always going to be creative ways to figure that stuff out. So John Harbaugh and the Ravens continue to say all the right things, spinning it positive about this Lamar Jackson negotiation as we're welcomed in by Mike Garofolo, swatting down Ian Rappaport's hand, Tom Pelissero, our NFL insiders. Take it away. I had to see if there were I had to see if someone was sending me some sort of a scoop. Yeah. No, look at the watch doesn't mean time anymore. It means what text messages yes, are coming right. in. All right. Yes, Omar, we are down here at the NFL annual meeting. John Harbaugh sat down at the breakfast almost simultaneous with Lamar Jackson's tweet hitting. That was not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. The first that John Harbaugh found out that that had become public was when a reporter read him the start of Lamar's tweet. Another unusual twist in this saga, and unusual as well, because for a player to request a trade, at a time that they're already free to negotiate with the other 31 teams is out of order. Let's say it that way. In order to do a trade, you would not trade him on the tag. You would trade him after he's worked out a deal with a new team. Mm. And to the extent that Lamar Jackson is saying... And it would be a trade, by the way. It, would it be could be. Sign it, well, I mean, I It guess. depends what it is. Right. Point being, you have to work out the deal first. And to the extent that he's saying the Ravens have not been interested in meeting my value... Here's your opportunity to see your value. Is someone else going to do this contract? And maybe they are. If not, your value is what the market bears for Lamar Jackson. He's obviously not thrilled with what that has been so far, Ian. But we'll see exactly what, if anything, this truly means as things move forward. Yeah, I mean, there have been teams interested. There have been teams researching and trying to figure out, is a Lamar Jackson contract something they want to do? But part of the reason that this hasn't happened is... Everyone knows that if they are somehow able to reach a deal with Lamar Jackson, somehow able to get him to agree to an offer sheet that would give him the type of fully guaranteed money that he would want, doesn't have to be a fully guaranteed contract, but the type of fully guaranteed money that he would want, everyone thinks the Ravens would just match. So that probably reduces the amount of teams interested because they just they might just be doing the Ravens' work for them. I would also add this, Mike. Uh, of course, there is the Lamar Jackson trade request that he made uh, several weeks ago, which now has been made public. My understanding is uh, in the last week or so, Lamar Jackson has been actively negotiating with the Ravens on a deal, which leads me to believe that the trade request is more about money, financials, rather than any sort of fractured relationship. Well, you go back to that bite that we just ran, one of them from John Harbaugh, talking about how they drafted him a couple of years ago. They did that when... A lot of other teams passed on him, right? Yep. They made him their starting quarterback early in his career because they believed in him and what he was going to be able to do. They tailored their offense to what they thought he could do best. They have made him contract offers that rival some of the top quarterback deals in the league right now. 
He has the franchise tag. No one else has approached him with anything. So this notion that Lamar Jackson is being disrespected by the Ravens organization by not giving him his full value when, in effect, they're negotiating against themselves right now. I mean, at some point, it's a business. It's not charity, right? Like, just go into the building over there if they'll let you with your passes and listen to the meetings that they're having about business right now. So the Ravens are making the best business decisions while also trying to give him the full value based on what the market yeah. tells him. If he wants to get to the point where he wants a fully guaranteed contract or a big contract, whatever he wants, he's going to have to play out this tag. He's going to have to play out the yeah, next tag. He can get there. He's got to finish the season because he hasn't done that the last two years and show everybody that he could stay healthy and play at a top level. I, I just don't know. If they don't get a long-term deal by July 17th, which is the deadline to do one on the franchise tag, how's that now going to play out? That's the next question. For and me. he can string this all the way out until the Tuesday after week 10. That's the right. deadline for signing an offer sheet. So we'll see how things move forward here. We do the whole show on this. Let's talk about some other quarterbacks, though. Tell me about San Francisco, Ian. Yeah, San Francisco 49ers came out today and general manager John Lynch talking to reporters and basically said what our eyeballs had seen all of last year, which is that Brock Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse to be their starting quarterback, which has not been a question. Really, the biggest question is, is he going to be healthy enough to do it? He did get some very good news surgery related. He had the, I would say, the best case scenario as it pertains to surgery, he had the internal brace put on his UCL, not throwing for three months should be able to throw about three months after surgery and then slowly ramp his way up. And now, is he going to be 100% ready for training camp? Does not seem like he will, uh, but it does sound like the team is optimistic he'll be participating on some level. And if that's the case, then he should be ready to go for the season. So I don't get the sense it's a quarterback competition. It's more of if Brock is good to go, this is our guy. The biggest news from Bill Belichick's session at the AFC Coaches Breakfast was probably that Bill Belichick showed up to the AFC Coaches I Breakfast, that. That talked nice. for a half hour. In terms of the quarterbacks, Mike, I would fairly categorize his answer as nonspecific. Well, I fairly categorize a lot of the things that he says as nonspecific, so you could potentially read into what he said, which is on your screen there, quote, everyone will get a chance to play. We will play the best players. So you're saying, is it Mac Jones against Bailey Zappi in a competition for the starting job? I don't think so. And there is respect between Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien, who's now the offensive coordinator in Foxborough. So I think that that's a big part of it. And I, I believe that Mac Jones thinks and the Patriots think that he is going to play better with Bill O'Brien, an experienced offensive coordinator and play caller at the helm this year. But I think if you read between the lines there and get close to your TV, don't worry, your eyes are going to be just fine. Look between the lines because I think that there's a message in there from Bill Belichick to Mac Jones that we need you to play a little bit better. So, yes, the play calling, the coordinating should be better this year. We need the quarterback play to rise with it as well. Meanwhile, Sean Payton doing his first AFC coach's breakfast. Been his whole career. He told me this yesterday. Reminded me. Been in the NFC his entire career. Even as an assistant. So first time on the AFC side with the Broncos. He reiterated what he told me yesterday, which is that despite a lot of reports, rumors, and certainly calls about Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, he said, I don't often touch these types of things. Every now and then I have to throw a fastball and knock somebody back from the plate. We're not trading those guys. Mm. We've gotten calls. There's interest. They'd shopped Corton Sutton or had heard conversations about him a year ago. He said right now we're in the talent acquisition phase. No plans, Omar, to move on from those players as of now, according to Sean Payton. improve from what we saw from Russell Wilson in 2022 to 2023. Tom, Ian, Mike, thank you very much. Much more from you in just a little bit. Well, there's the Chiefs. 
Andy Reid, Clark Hunt, Brett Veach, the Chiefs Brain Trust, the toast of the town there at the annual meeting in Arizona, celebrating their second Super Bowl in four years. They did it with Patrick Mahomes on a rookie contract. They did it with Patrick Mahomes on a blockbuster contract. Here's Andy Reid talking about keeping the team together. The thing that's not going to change is your quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Just first off, an update. How is the ankle coming along? We know he played through it, but did he have to have anything done to it? or? No. Is it no, he didn't have to have anything done. He, he's doing good, actually. He feels good. <clears throat> um, th this time, he, he jumped right back into workouts and working the ankle, rehabbing the ankle, and, um, and lifting and running the parts that he could run, and uh, he didn't miss a beat on that. So We hear this. It's tough to build a championship roster when you've got a quarterback making big money. You guys are doing it. Right. What's the secret? Yeah, well, listen, Pat did a, a, a longer-term deal which you don't see that often in the NFL. My, my hat goes off to him because he wants to win. You know, he wants to win and do it not just one year, but he wants to keep that thing going. So with that, you're allowed to kind of move things around and people understand what we're trying to get done. You know, the Kelsey's has taken a little bit less. Pat's taken a little bit, you know, less in the, because of the contract length and Chris Jones is another one. So these guys, they understand that we've got to fill this thing in and be able to have a team uh, to go out and compete if, you, if you're really into it for championships. There's Andy Reid with his signature Hawaiian shirt there at the annual meeting with our Steve Weich, our James Palmer joining us now, James. And it was the talk of the offseason all of last year for the Chiefs, rebuilding that receiver room. And so far coming into 2023 offseason, looks like they're going to have to do it again. What more can you tell us about that, James? Yeah, you're right. But first, before we get to the receivers, Omar, we'll see if Chris Jones is going to take a little bit less. I'm not sure if that's exactly uh, accurate in terms of the way <laughs> things are going to go this offseason as he might be due for a big contract extension that could be massive. But you're right. They're going to look to add to this wide receiver group because the plan this offseason was that they were hoping – Patrick Mahomes was going to be throwing to essentially the same group he was in the Super Bowl. It was going to be MVS. It was going to be Juju Smith-Schuster was the plan to bring him back. But then when the numbers came from the New England Patriots, they were just never going to get near those numbers. So he ended up departing. But it was going to be Kadarius Toney, who they expect to even play even better and do even more in this offense in year two. And we know Travis Kelsey is really the leading receiver out of all this group, even though he plays tight end. And then their rookie and Sky Moore moving now into year two. They are going to add to this group. But if you look at the way the receiver market has played out, it's been rather interesting. Now, they are looking at DeAndre Hopkins and they're monitoring Odell Beckham Jr., where they were one of the teams represented at Odell's workout. They're looking at both of them, but they're also taking their time, like a lot of teams, because of the way the wide receiver market is playing out, because of the lack of wide receiver talent in this upcoming draft, and because free agency lacked a lot of number one overall guys, teams that have receivers that they'd be interested in moving, as you heard Tom just talking about Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton in Denver, they're asking price for both those guys, I was told by multiple teams, was extremely high because the teams that have these receivers have leverage. So if you wait and you see what Arizona's doing with DeAndre Hopkins or if Odell Beckham Jr. continues to wait and the price gets lower because the Chiefs have had interest in him for well over a year, then they'll make their play. As Andy Reid mentioned, some guys have taken less to work with Patrick Mahomes' contract, but at the same time, not every position can get paid an exorbitant amount, and the Chiefs are not paying wide receivers a whole lot of money in where they're built right now. So look for them to continue to monitor those top guys, 
keep an eye on every other capacity. But at the same time, they did bring back all of their tight ends and Jody Forston, Blake Bell. They have Noah Gray. They like to use both of the, all of those guys, Omar, as well, and how they use different formations with multiple tight ends. Andy Reid uses his offense very differently than a lot of other people. So it's not a pressing, pressing need. It's a need. And receiver could be a position of need for them in the draft to look toward. But if they can get one of those superstars like DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham Jr. in that offense, James, that would be fun to watch here in 2023. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be there. Here we are back to Arizona, the NFL annual meeting. A lot more than just Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson happening in the National Football League. For much more from Arizona, let's send it back to Andrew Siciliano, Judy Batista, and Tom Pellicero. Hey, Andrew. Omar, hello. Let's talk competition committee here, Judy, and uh, changes that could be coming to special teams here, notably starting with the punt game. A proposal which we think is going to pass has a good chance of passing here, which would make any touchback on a punt the ball goes out to the 25. If the pass has been the 20, this would even it with the kickoffs, bring it out to the 25. We think this is a potential go? We do, because this is uh, a player safety issue. There is a disproportionate number of injuries happen on the punt and the kickoff, which we'll get to. There's also a potential rules change on kickoffs. Um, and, and the idea is they don't want to like take the punt out of the game. You know, they want to keep the foot in the game, they always say. But frankly, they want to have fewer returns because it is on the returns that there are the big collisions. You have heard players say over and over, it is like running into a garage door when players are at that high speed. So they would like to reduce the number of returns because they hope that will lead to fewer injuries, particularly concussions. Um, on the kickoff, um, it is uh, any fair catch on a kickoff would go to the 25. So um, again, they think that if you had the, the kickoff like to the four-yard line, if you're fair catch it, teams would be, you know, encouraged to fair catch it so you get to the 25. And again, that would reduce the number of returns, which is the entire point of these proposals. And that was something strategically that may have been an unintended consequence of some other rules changes, which was people realized, okay, you moved it up five yards to kick off. Now we're just going to pop the ball up, get good hang time on it, almost make it like a punt. And so you did end up with more returns. It's also Rich McKay, the competition committee chair, justified the, the change about the punts come out to the 25 this way, which was he said somebody on the committee made the point. Why do we reward an extra five yards for someone playing bad defense, giving up a touchdown, <laughs> yes. and then you have a touchback on the kickoff, but then you play good defense and force a punt, and it only comes out to the 20. It, so it's, it's, an also, interesting, it, it's definitely an interesting It's also worth adding, they are going to continue to look at ways to work on the punt and kickoff. Again, they don't, this, is a, this comes up over and over again, they don't want to remove these plays entirely from the game, but they are disproportionately dangerous plays for players, and so... They have to do something to make them safer. And Mike Vrabel, who's a strong voice on the competition committee, said that to me today. I asked him, what's the one change you think should be made? And the first thing he said was, we have to keep the kick in the game. Right. So we're looking at some of these other changes. That's been an important part of this. Nobody wants to, as football coaches, I don't think, live in a world where that play's gone entirely, which, of course, brings us to the proposal once again of eliminating onside kicks effectively right. and having right. a fourth down play instead. But if you want to have that purity of that aspect of the game, you have to find a way to make it safer right. because of the sure. injury rates. I thought what Rich McKay said as well about the potential uh, moving the touchback for the punts out to the 25. He also thinks that it might encourage teams to go for it more on fourth down. 
So if I'm going to punt it, and I know it's going to be on the 25-yard line, maybe I will be a little bit more aggressive offensively, and maybe that could be or a positive. Or punt it better. Or punt it better. There, there's always that angle as well. Also on the table here, Judy, um, fine-tuning some of the language on the use of the helmet when it comes to tackling. Right. We think of the you can't lower your head to make forcible contact. That's still prohibited, but there is language that would add this part. Player would be penalized if he uses any part of the helmet or face mask to butt or make forcible contact with an opponent's head or neck. So it's basically expanding it. They'll show some plays where you see guys like perhaps running up the sideline and the tackler will come and go like this, not lowering the head, but using the head uh, as a weapon. The whole point is the big picture is they want to change the culture. They want to get the head out of the game as much as they can. These are almost certainly going to be only called on plays in space. They expect that it's not going to result in a lot of flags in real time. It is likely to result in fines coming out on Monday. Um, and again, it wouldn't happen on those like goal line plays where there's a whole lot of contact. There wouldn't be flags thrown there. But the plays in space where guys are making contact with their head, they want that out. Big part of this, too, is enforceability. That's one of the right. things that comes up on all these potential rule changes is can you actually see this? Can you actually call it? And, of course, one of the concerns or the criticisms of NFL officiating has just been the inconsistency from crew to crew. So something like that where you're drastically expanding the, penalize, the penalizable plays mm -hmm could potentially create some inconsistencies because it's hard to imagine you're going to have that enforced all the time because, frankly, there's some level of head contact that's always going to be a part of the game just by nature. And Troy Vincent, the VP of Ops, made the point last week on the conference call, listen, consistency amongst the crews is goal number one yes. here. Goal number one is just have these games, for the most part, as consistently called on Sunday or Monday or Thursday or Saturday across the board. And if they can get to a level of consistency, um, obviously, that would be the goal. Those will be voted on, potentially, coming up Omar tomorrow. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. a big play machine. It's Johnston for the touchdown. There's a deep throw. Man is open. Johnston. He hauls it in. Get a chance. I put in the work, put in the time. I watch me advance. He's the man.
wide open. Britton Johnson collects it. Out of TCU, there you see his NFL Combine comparison, Sidney Rice, the former Viking and Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl champion by the numbers, their height, their weight, hands, arm, vert, very similar. Of course, Sidney Rice, a great career. Quinton Johnson now joining us here on NFL Now, looking for a great NFL career in his own right. Lance Zerline, our draft expert, also joining us. I want to start with that shirt there. Quentin <laughs> yes, Deion Sanders, tell us about your love for primetime. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just uh he's 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 one of those uh you know you know great football idols that you grew up watching. So uh you know I see the shirt in one of the stores, I said why not? Quentin, I'm curious, you know, you got people like me writing your scouting report, picking at you here and there, giving your strengths also. No one ever gives me credit for the strengths I say about players. Uh, you've got, oh, yeah. you know, mock drafts moving you up and down, people talking about you. Then you got to worry about the combine and the pro day and everything that goes into that. Have you had a chance to, to appreciate the process? Is it just a grind for you or are you enjoying this at all? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm a, you, uh, you know enjoying it a lot. Uh, you kind of just you kind of just think that there's not a lot of people that uh, you know get the opportunity to do it. So you know, I just um, you know you know going to every day, every practice, uh, every meeting. You know, like it's my last, and you know just learn to have fun with it. We saw that Sidney Rice comparison, Quinton. A couple other receivers you're compared to: Alshon Jeffrey and Mike Williams. A couple of electrifying playmakers uh, yeah. in their own right. <laughs> what receivers do you pattern your game after? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. For sure. Uh, especially, especially somebody I've been watching. You know, uh, coming into college, uh, all the way through. Um, uh, as far as like coming off the line and stuff like that, would be Devontae Adams. Uh, you know, obviously one of the one of the great uh, receivers in the in the league right now. So um, yeah, some it, it's it's somebody that I always try to uh, you know uh, model my game after. Tell us about, you know, a lot of people say you just run down the field, make catches, and there's so much more that goes into being a receiver. Tell us about when you watch tape, what are you looking for in terms of, uh, you know, from a, a standpoint of getting an advantage on a cornerback or a coverage? Give us some insight into what you're looking for once the ball is snapped or, or maybe even before the ball is snapped to give yourself, you know, an advantage over the defense. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, uh, going going into that week playing, playing a certain player, I kind of I kind of look at his tendencies a lot, so – so uh if he tends to um you know you know get out quicker if he's more aggressive is if he's not more aggressive if he's if he gets caught watching the quarterback a lot just different things like that and then uh you know at the end of the day when I line up kind of seeing uh you know like if he's flat-footed kind of kind of kind of seeing how um I guess I guess hype he is initially if he if he wants to get out and run or or like do I have to sit it down and make a certain route look a certain way on him hey Quentin you've got your pro day on Thursday what do you want to show the scouts there uh uh really Really, my forty. I feel like um, I feel like I pretty much proved myself as far as my um, as far as my routes and my my actual catching ability. Um, but 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 the forty was the only thing that I didn't run there. So yeah, I'm a, um, I'm I'm a try my best to uh, you know run as fast as I can on that. I know there's a lot of expectations that you're going to run really well. We saw you could jump out of the gym at the uh, at the combine. Um, what do you expect to run, and, and where are you training right now? How what's that been like to to train to run fast as opposed to just being a football guy? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, um, obviously, obviously, it's different because it's more like a it's more like track workouts. Now you got you got to get time yeah. and technique and everything, right? Um, but but uh, I mean, I mean, as far as time, uh, you know, 
you know, I'm gonna just go out there and try to run as fast as I can. But I've been working uh, working out at Frisco, Texas, EXOs uh, with uh, with with uh, Brent Calloway. Lance Ooh, mentioned he's a good jump- one too. Brent, yeah, Brent, sure. Brent makes them fast now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Lance mentioned jumping out of the gym. I want to show you this picture here, Quentin, that we saw on your social media. This is an awesome photo, number one. Look at the athleticism <laughs> there. I want this as a pit, as a poster, Quentin. This was amazing. Oh, yeah. You talk about Deion Sanders being a two-sport star. What about your basketball background? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, honestly, honestly, growing up, basketball is my first love. Uh, it was something that I always just – uh, you know, had an interest is I played I played three to four different sports, you know, growing up, not really sure which one. Um, you know, I kinda went to go to college for. I used to go to all type of camps and, you know, uh play with all type of circuit teams and stuff to try to get my name out there. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day I was uh, you know, I feel in football more, um, you know, like when I actually came down to it. Yeah, well, that's an awesome photo. You see the goalposts in the background combining your love of basketball, your future in football. We can't wait to see where you end up next month in the draft. One month from today, Quentin Johnston. Good luck the rest of the way. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Jared Goff returning to Pro Bowl form in 2022 as the Lions showed a lot of resiliency in 2022. They were in the playoff hunt all the way until the final Sunday afternoon of the regular season. There you see them finishing second in the NFC North, 8-2 and and their last 10 games. And so a lot of optimism heading into 2023. James Palmer for more on the Detroit Lions. James, and it seems like the Lions are everybody's darlings heading into the 2023 season. What more can you tell us about what they're building there in Detroit? Omar, maybe they should be with the way that they're putting this together and as excited as we all should be about this draft that they have coming up where they have picks six 
18, 48, 55, and 81. That's a lot of capital when you already feel like they filled a lot of their needs and their holes in the early portion of free agency. But when let's start on this offensive side of the ball that was a top five offense in almost every category that you could really look at. And you look at the way that they're built with one of the best offensive lines in football. You saw the way Jared Goff played, Amon Ross St. Brown, and then I want to focus on Jamison Williams. And remember what they did. They traded up to get him in the draft to where there were multiple receivers that they could go after. And this was a very deep draft at receiver. But what they liked is the ceiling that he had. Yes, he was coming off the ACL, but this was a risk they were going to take. They wanted to see where they could take him in year two. That's what we're all going to focus on. But it's specifically because of the way that he is wired. I was at Alabama for his pro day, spent time in Tuscaloosa. Many people down there believe he was one of the best special teams players Alabama has ever had. That's the love he has for football. That's the way he's wired. That's the way Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell like to build this roster. It's those traits they're looking for in this upcoming draft, and it shows you with that move and other ones with Penny Sewell when they did it and they trade TJ Hawkinson that they're going to do what they want to do, Omar. And with all that draft capital, it's going to be interesting to see what direction they go in the first round because they can go a lot of different ones. If they had a great tight end with, say, that 18th pick, this could be an exciting, exciting offense to watch. Yeah, one that already is, and they've retooled their secondary now, James, not just with talented players, but with tough players. What more can you tell about the back end of their defense this year? As I rave about the statistics of the offense, this defense was at the bottom uh, of the NFL in almost every single category, and they knew the secondary was one thing that they needed to change. And quickly, they make the moves for Cam Sutton, who they believe, even at 29, has a lot of growth to go within his game and he can play inside he can play outside they add emmanuel mosley as well who is yes coming off the acl but to my understanding they believe he will be ready for the start of the regular season and then the guy that they really know well that aaron Glenn knows very well the defense coordinator since his days in high school actually is cj gardner johnson and that model on the backside, having versatile players because cj can guard tight ends he can blitz from the edge he can play safety he can play nickel but when he missed that time in philadelphia and i spent time there this past season omar it was when he missed those five games practice just wasn't the same the competitiveness between the offense and the defense wasn't the same the juice wasn't there the energy wasn't there that's what they need to bring to this defense to play up to the caliber of their offensive side of the ball. So building all of that back there, as well as the draft capital we talked about earlier, if you bolster that defensive line at number six, you can get Tyree Wilson, you can get you know, Jalen Carter, you can get one of these guys that are at the top of the draft in terms of the defensive side of the ball because of how quarterback needy teams are ahead of them. What helps your secondary better than a pass rush that can help uh, Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah, they rebuild the secondary through free agency, perhaps build their defensive line through the draft. In addition to having that great in-the-trenches team on offense, Brad Holmes looking to do the same there. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.